to Thursday and it's time to say hello to Comrade Vines. How are you? Good morning, comrades. Good morning. I tell you what, <laughs> yes. Hong, Hong Kong likes to copy things, you know, Japan sometimes and Taiwan sometimes. And boy, oh boy, yesterday they tried to copy Taiwan, didn't they, in Legco? Yes. I mean, um, it, it's an old tradition. And, uh, Punch up. <laughs> I mean, you can laugh about it and it is slightly farcical. But I mean, there is a, as ever, there is a serious problem lurking behind here and the serious problem seems to be that the president of legco has now decided that his sole function in life is to ensure that whatever the government asks legco to do is done with the minimum of fuss yes um yeah i know i it was, I, I haven't come to this as a stunning revelation um but i mean he said something yesterday which i thought this is andrew lang incidentally the president of legco uh, he said something yesterday which i thought was really interesting in a not very good way, he, he basically said, ah, yes, we do have rules and procedures, but the basic law gives me the power to do what I want. Whatever I want to. <laughs> yes. And then he said, and the rules and procedures are there to assist me. <laughs> now, now, this is a very bizarre interpretation of, of rule by law rather than rule of law, mm. because the whole point about a legislative body is that it is... A community of its members and the, the powers that the legislature have are the powers of its members so if the president in acting as a chairman of proceedings simply says it the, the rules are whatever i say they are you're going down a slope which is very very sharp now whether the democrats did a marvelous thing by standing on desks uh, 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 waving their arms and waving around banners. They I'm get carried away. <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced. If I were them, I would have done what, incidentally, by strange coincidence, happened yesterday in the British Parliament, mm. which was when all the members of the Scottish National Party, because their leader was being expelled, they simply just quit the chamber. It was a very but you impressive. Know what would happen war- here, though, it'd be like, right, they've gone. Let's sign some things. Yeah, but they're going to do that anyway. That's the <laughs> point. You see, the point here is the whole thing is a fix, so that even though the legislators should and do do their best to raise issues to hold the government to account, ultimately, when it comes yeah. to a vote, the numbers are already in. I mean, the the pro government camp has fixed it, and mm. there's no doubt that any legislation that the government wants to get through will get through with a minimum of questioning. So you don't change the result by jumping up and down. So the question is, how do you make the most effective protest against this? And I'm not sure that the you know, standing on desks is absolutely the best way of doing that. Well, long hair once said... It may have been to me, it may have been to one of our guys. Something about sometimes we have to really kick up because it's the only way to make damn sure that we get noticed. Yeah, you see, I don't agree with that. Fair enough. I know he says that. I, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's said that before, and yeah. I understand what he's saying. They're frustrated. There isn't now an outlet in terms of, of going through the procedures because the president of the council has said the procedures are whatever I say they are. So, I mean, people are annoyed. I understand all of that. But, you know, it, it's self-indulgence. Their job is not to um, let their annoyance and their frustration override the principal concern. And the principal concern, remember, they were discussing something very important, which are the co-location arrangements for the new express railway. These relate to the status of the basic law in Hong Kong, mm. the status of, of who has ju- jurisdiction over the territory of Hong Kong in terms of enforcement of the law. I mean, these aren't minor matters. So, you know, 
isn't well, that... that's why they were all standing on desks. Wait, but you, you say that, but what are we talking about? We're actually talking about procedures in LegCo rather than the substantive matter at yeah. hand. And I, that's why I worry about these type of protests, because I think you lose the substantive issue. I'm not sure this the, was planned. And you get the desktop. Well, I'm sure it wasn't planned. It I'm, just I'm saying they're please. frustrated. Yeah. They're annoyed and they're frustrated. But, you know, they're, they're paid by the citizens of Hong Kong to represent them. And, you know, the fact that they're annoyed and frustrated, I'm sorry, I just think it's self-indulgence. Well, don't forget the other side. Of the, the other side are paid by the citizens of Hong Kong as well. Well, they're paid they by the citizens of represent. Hong Kong and all they do is just put their hands up when they're told. I mean, you know, uh, is it better to be a sheep or a lion? I kind of like lions myself, but... Bottom line is, a spanner <coughs> was thrown in the works. I know it's, I know it's a fait accompli, but right now... In June, that's my beef today, a few days before July 1st, is a little spanner in the works a bit more significant? Yes, I think it is. I mean, there's a number of things are coming together. It seems as though the um, government actually wants a uh, to provoke the, 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 the annual July 1st rally, which, remember, is a, a traditional before, thing. We've said that before, haven't we, in years gone by. Well, now they're saying, you know, you can't assemble here, you can only go to a space that we know is far too small for the number of people. So, you know, there will be pushing and shoving, and there will be um, problems of the rally leaving that yeah. small area in Victoria Park. So, you know, if you want to have an unruly... Um, demonstration on July 1st. This is a pretty good way of doing this it. This is what I'm on about. Feed people right now with things that make them go nuts. And then maybe they'll take the bait. So, you know, we have to ask the people who are, you know, who are tempted with the bait whether they want to be so foolish. And remember, I mean, this is this this will also be the month where the government will have its shiny new anti-riot vehicles mm. ready to go, uh, ready to... The to, bacon to sh- blaster. To, ...to shower um, not only water but pepper spray over protesters. And, of course, because they're armoured vehicles, we've we've seen how they're used in other places. They also are used to run people down. I hope very much one, hope. Wouldn't you love a go-on one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of a tank, actually, <laughs> but, but that's just me. But seriously, folks, is it a coincidence that it's by the end of this month well i wonder i wonder i mean you see in the background is and you can never forget the background here in the background is the increasing increasing authoritarian chill that's emanating from the north Mm. and you know up there more people are being arrested for political offenses up there the toleration of any form of dissent, and I'm not talking about on the streets. I'm talking about you know in, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere you know in in a tweet, in a in a um, in a university dormitory, etc., etc., is being cracked down upon. Enormously lavish sentences are being levied on dissidents mm. on the mainland, and you know the people here are going, "Aha! I see. That's what they want us to do." So, you know. In this few weeks leading up to July, you've got this business in Legco, you've got the, uh, the the armoured vehicles, you've got the very heavy prison sentences that have been levied on um, those who took part in the Mongkok, I say in inverted commas, riots, etc., etc. Incidentally, yeah. did you see yeah. Carrie Lam yesterday Ooh, in Legco? Yeah. She, did, she did a marvellous... Uh, Ying. Remember Chong Ying's whole line about the Umbrella Movement was that he had irrefutable evidence of foreign, foreign intervention, intervention of who was behind it. The irrefutable evidence, as we keep saying on this programme, has never ever been produced. And one reason it's never been produced is it's not there, but hey... 
Carrie Lamb yesterday said, well, if there's going to be an investigation into the underlying causes of this, first of all, you've got to investigate the people who's behind the... She's on the same effing, There's, there's a notion you know, that track. all this stuff is planned. All her, all her mindset is she's got some, you know, I know she got 777 votes, except it, rather than the 689 that um, Levi Cho, uh, Levi Cho, Ying famously got. But, you know, her mindset is exactly the same, is never, never look at the underlying causes of discontent. Always look for the hidden hand, which you believe somehow mysteriously is controlling everything in Hong Kong. Yeah, I know. Boy, but I'd, these things just, I'd love to be in that hidden hand. We just mentioned this about Ledco. We weren't there, we don't know, but sometimes these things just <coughs> go pop, don't well, they? Well, she was, she was on that line again. It was, it was totally underwhelming. I mean, you know, I, I just worry greatly. I did think that in many aspects she would prove to be better than the previous chief executive. But, you know, she's doing her best to be a carbon copy in a skirt. That's the, the only difference. Right, let's turn to a couple of bits and pieces I'm just looking at online. There's a thing on Hong Kong Free Press. The headline is, No Government Investigation into Monko Come Rest Following Sentencing. Well, this is, this, is, this is what she was responding to. Just one, one of the comments here. I mean, they're all um, worth reading, really, either side of the coin. One bloke says, just turn the screw, Carrie, if that really helps. If you listened, you might hear a message. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, you know, what, what, what the intention of the legislator who asked for an inquiry was for the Hong Kong government to do something that even the colonial government did back in the 1960s when there were the, the famous uh, star ferry riots. Yeah. Saying, you know, all right, the, the, the actual trigger for these were the fare increase on the Star Ferry, but that doesn't explain why it happened. Don't you think we need to look into it? Yeah. Well, but remember, what triggered the Mong Kok events was something equally not earth-shattering. It was the clearance of, of, of hawkers on that particular night. So there was an underlying cause, and it does seem as though, in even in the dark old colonial ages... Um, there was some inclination to look into that. Now it's all, no, no, it's hidden hands. We don't want to know underlying social arrest. No, 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 that's all, all for the fairies. I mentioned Chris Patton just now because of his thing about Hong Kong giving itself away inch by inch, but he popped up in the news again this week and he was basically saying that the um, public disorder laws were a bit yeah. vague. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I would have had a bit more sympathy for him if more had been done when he was here as governor to amend those laws. Because remember, these are the laws inherited from the colonial period. And you may have said, oh, well, you know, they had a big agenda, they had all sorts of other things they were doing. Yeah, but these There's guys, always an excuse. These guys There's don't always... have, what is it now, no, the but SAS. The, <laughs> yeah, well, but, but, these, but now what's happened is, and again, this is something which I, I depressingly believe to be the case, yeah. is that they pick all the worst aspects of colonial rule and say, oh, we'll have some of that. I like the look of that. Public order, a public order ordinance that's rather vaguely defined. Oh, I like the look of that because you can catch anybody under that. Yeah. And it's true, you can. So, I mean, the usual weasels were saying, oh, look, Chris Patton, you shouldn't interfere in the internal What, well, you mean the people that Kong. used to work for him? <laughs> yes, and, and all the people who went up and got little awards from like, him. closely worked with yes, him. Yes, yes, yeah, the same, very same people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of them was... What's her name? Uh, uh, Carrie... Somebody or other. Yeah, anyway, all those people who are very, 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 very anti-colonial 
and we know how anti-colonial they are because they've all got homes in Britain <laughs> and OBEs <laughs> and OBEs <laughs> and children in schools in Britain. But anyway, never mind. They're 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 all true patriots. So the true patriots are saying, "Oh no, no, very very bad. Oh, you shouldn't criticize. Oh, do 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 do." But and you know, he's making a fair point. The public order ordinance is not fit for purpose and he knows it very well that he knows it's not it very fit for well um, do, do, do you know much about this like i know a bit about it i mean what i know is it's a catch-all okay so you can you can um say that somebody who is found in on a street mm. where there is some sort of disturbance going on and can be prosecuted now that's how the law stands normally you have to prove either intent to intent to do this or that or actually you have to prove that you've actually done something mm. so for example if i was to pass by your 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 lavish palace that you live in and somebody went up and says oh he's passing by because he's going to nick stuff from 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 palace Whelan. Incidentally, folks, not much they're worth nicking. But hey. and you wouldn't do that because you you won't shell out to go on the ferry. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that. But, but you know, but you would have to prove that. Yeah. Now, under the public order ordinance, if there was a disturbance underway, and I happened to be in the area, you could assume that I was there for whatever purpose you want to assume I was there. This is a very dangerous way of applying the law. Is it like one of those, um, you know, in the past few years we've had those anti-terrorism laws where they can lift anybody? I can't remember what it's called, something security. Yes, yeah. I mean, they, 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 the threat to the security, the threat to national security. Yeah. So, I mean, those sort of laws are commonly abused, particularly in jurisdictions where, you know, you have rule by law rather than yeah. rule of law, that very important distinction between using the law to, to, to persecute people rather than giving the law as a protection to the citizenry. Right. And, of course, making sure that people who do cross the line get prosecuted. Well, here with Steve. I've got an email for you. This is from Chris. He says, good morning, gentlemen. Well, you're wrong there. <laughs> yes, yes, first mistake. There are many legitimate questions to be raised about the prosecutions and sentences of the Moncock rioters. However, the one thing which is irrefutable is that a riot took place. Steve does no favours to anyone by saying that there was no riot. Well, I didn't actually say that. I said riot in inverted commas. And the reason I said that is because these things are relative. I mean, Hong Kong has seen in history that people are alive to remember in the 1960s where there was rioting and people were shot dead in the book though it probably says riot you know what i mean it, it well you know there's definition of riots i mean you know i've been a journalist for a long time i've covered events that are much more like riots than what happened in mong Kok. was there a large-scale um outbreak of civil disturbance oh yes there was were missiles held oh yes there were were heads cracked open yes they were so you know it, it was an event i'm not denying that mm. but you know pick your words carefully as to as to as to what exactly it is uh, talking of which so finally the government has said despite um, the, the wise and sage words of the chairman of the uh, MTR Corporation that the public can't understand anything because they're too damn stupid. Well, he's right in some corners, <laughs> he's, he's this so, one. <laughs> he's so right. He looked in a mirror and he said, God, those people are stupid. Um, but despite that, um, they're going to launch a public inquiry with judicial powers, led incidentally by Michael Hartman, who's, who's a respectable fellow, I have to say, um, into the problems that have been occurring at the Hong Kong station. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, that's, that's a good step. But 
you would have thought, given that there's a whole malaise of problems, there's the malaise of problems in Tukwawan, which we've only just heard about, there's the problems even more extensive on the express railway, all of which are under the MTRC's jurisdiction. Why is it that they want the, the inquiry to, set, to focus just on one area? Could it possibly be, and you know gosh, only a cynic would say this, that they want to avoid the questions of systematic errors and systematic failures of management and a culture of non-disclosure within a public corporation. And don't tell me it's a private corporation just because they flogged off some of the shares. 75% of the shares is still owned by the public. You know, I mean, despite all of that, it is very weird to me that this isn't a, 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 an inquiry with wider um, with wider purview and i think that's not accidental i mean but the problem is that obviously there's something very wrong at the mtrc and it doesn't just relate to hong hum so why would you confine the inquiry to a single area and of course you know what most of the inquiry will be taken up with so if you've got a pile of paper that can be shifted from one end of the desk to the other end of the desk you will see paper being shifted like bilio so you'll get the mtr going in going oh it's his fault the the subcontractor going in going oh no 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 it's the main contractor's fault it's the subcontractor subcontractor's fault i mean you'll have all of that yeah now i hope that the inquiry will 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 at one stage say hello hello wait a minute the buck stops somewhere what they won't be able to say because they have no powers to investigate it is whether there is a functional problem at the top of the MTR Corporation. So, you know, it's, kind of, one, it's it? kind of been set up to fail, which I, which I find quite worrying. Because if you want a, general, a genuine investigation into this mess, hmm. uh, shouldn't you have one? <laughs> this one keeps giving, doesn't it? Every, cu every couple of days we get a, a, another news story about and, this. And, and all the time. I mean, remember... These most of these things relate to um, problems that that occurred a couple of years ago or one year ago, and they're only coming to light now because people within the body of the MTR and its contractors are whistleblowing. Mm. And remember, in Hong Kong, there's no protection for whistleblowers. Oh, absolutely not. So if you go out on a limb and say, uh, "My boss told me, ah, don't worry about you know all that safety, what's it's." Um, you can be fired, and that's the end of that. Now, in, in other jurisdictions, whistleblowing is recognised as being a public service. Of course, if a whistleblower lies, they also have to face the law. But if they're not lying, and they are revealing for the public benefit something that people need to know about, you would have thought there would be some protection for them, and it's very unfortunate that it doesn't exist. So the fact that you have any whistleblowing at all in Hong Kong is fairly amazing in those circumstances, because these people stand to lose their livelihoods. I'm, I'm, and I don't know whether they would be prepared to um, appear at these inquiries. Taking a step back, I mean, you read these news stories, I'm just curious why anything like this would happen in the first place d d you know the yes. physical things that well, if, you mean if you why why they were cutting because they're under pressure to complete is that yes i think it's as simple as that they've they've tended for a project mm. they they're under pressure to complete because you know the 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 busybodies at the top are saying oh, your target is august your target is august you've got to complete by august regardless of whether that is feasible or not and of course the longer it goes on because these are fixed tendering contracts the more it costs you the less money you're going to make so the mm. temptation to cut corners is immense and here's a thing surely the body that issues the tender 
should also be supervising its implementation. That would be the MTRC. It really isn't good enough for them to say, well, it's his fault, it's his fault. They should have had people there. They've got more engineers than you've had, you know, hot cups of caviar on a Wednesday. Mm. So they've got lots of possibilities to go out there, to be on the ground and make sure that the project is being executed according to specification. Why didn't that happen? Oh, and... I hope the inquiry at least will address that. The other thing... <coughs> it rained rather heavily. Oh, the raining, yes. No, seriously, so we're seeing all sorts no, no, of bodges and no, patch-ups no, and been, stuff. Look, over the- there's been genuine problems. There's been raining. Remember, they in, in the course of the... This is the line from Chartin to Admiralty that we're talking about. Okay. They found uh, antiquities which, quite rightly, have stopped further excavation because maybe they need to be preserved. I mean, OK... The unexpected happens. I thought you were going to say unexploded bombs, because we keep finding those well, as well. Sorry, <laughs> that was the other aspect. So there were unexpected... I mean, this is all on this same project. Yeah. So, you know, no no sensible person says, oh, well, they should just have, you know, ignored the unexploded bombs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff happens. You Every rash, rational person understands that. But this isn't this isn't stuff happening beyond the control of the contractors. Mm. This is the contractors cutting corners to achieve an end, which is to speed up the project. Well, we live in a place where the buck never seems to stop. It sure as hell doesn't. I mean, it's most extraordinary that the person who's in charge of the MTR can actually make a public statement about how he can't think straight because it was raining and, you know, and and retain any credibility. I mean, excuse me... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where else would that be accepted? As 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 of oh sorry, he, he it was raining too heavily and he'd forgotten to pray. I'm oh, sorry, I forgot the praying bit. Um, excuse me, carry on me. puffing and panting for a second. <laughs> it's good for you. I oh, know. I've got to calm down. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, he's he's a great fellow, that Frederick Maher. I, I think he should be promoted, uh, possibly be a chief executive or something like that. He seems to have all the qualities that are required for the job. As we speak, there's more hoo-ha going on in Legco, but I can't find anything about it yet. Oh, well. That'd be interesting. That hoo-ha in full, I'm sure we'll... we'll insu- so, very quickly... I'm very interested, talking of bureaucrats, oh, yeah. that the, 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 <laughs> the, the science bark is now losing, apparently, its chairwoman, uh, Fanny Law, who's who's been there for four years, and usually they serve for about six. What's that all about? So, remember the science park is the project that we're all paying for and has boosted science and technology in Hong Kong beyond recognition, except for, oh, it hasn't. So they started off the science park with a chairman (coughs) who came from the property sector because, of course, everything in Hong Kong is about property. I mean, it's called a science park, but basically it's a very large property development. They then try a bureaucrat because they always try a bureaucrat and she fails to produce results. So they're now going back to the private sector again, apparently, Mm. and finding somebody else. No one is asking the fundamental question. It's not the fact that Fanny Law has fallen down on the job or her predecessor, Nicholas Brook, fell down on the job. It's it's a rotten job. It ain't going to work. Shuffling the cards isn't going to do it.